Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the My Hockey Live podcast for 2022. I'm Mark Igo, the host, along with Paul McNamara. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Mark. Uh, it's another great week uh, in the books for high school hockey, but uh, another great week to look forward to the last week of the regular season coming up. And there's, uh, you know, expect fireworks. There's some tournaments going on, some long-running tournaments, which we're going to talk about a lot on this a podcast, and then some that have uh, just cropped up in the last three or four years with maybe four teams in a two-day tournament. But uh, the granddaddy of them all is down at Falmouth, and I'm looking forward to talking uh, with Coach Paul Moore, who runs the tournament now, and uh, the legend, Coach Buddy Ferreira, who's going to join us as well, the Buddy Ferreira Classic uh, down at Falmouth. Yeah, that'll be great. We're really appreciative of having both Coach Moore and Coach Ferrer on with us. And special thanks, of course, to our producer, Jamie Staffsleen, who makes all of this happen for us. And a big shout-out to our sponsors, Sullivan Tire, Nolan Insurance, and Full Clean Hand Sanitizer, which can be found on Amazon. And um, certainly uh, a shout-out to our sponsors of the upcoming um Island Queen Buddy Ferreira Classic, uh, just about to get underway here this Saturday and always a very exciting time for My Hockey Live and high school hockey across the state. And uh, we're uh, very privileged to have, uh, again, our special guest today, uh, head coach Paul Moore of the Falmouth Clippers and, yes, the legend himself, Buddy Ferreira, who uh, obviously the tournament is named after and uh, would love to uh, dig into uh, all the, the history behind this. and. Um, you know, again, uh, both coaches welcome, and um, uh, why don't we uh, hear from the, the Grand Poobah himself, Coach Ferreira, first. Uh, you know, thank you for joining us, and uh, you know, a short notice, and uh, but uh, appreciate you joining us, and would love to uh, you know, just have you give us the history. Good morning. Thank you. The history started back with Garrett Regan from Hingham and myself, you know, at the when the league was over, you had that long lay-off between the last game and the state games. So we decided we'd come up with a tournament. And originally, we only had four teams, and we played just winners, losers, and out we went. But then the Classic came about, and we had a lot of teams wanting to get into it. At one time, we had Springfield Cathedral, the Ricca, Waltham. Um, here on the Cape, we had Barnstable. But... You know, we, we tried to keep the core, Thelmuth, Hingham, Archies, Arlington Catholic, and BC High there. You know, someone else always filled in. But uh, until Marshall dropped out, it, it really wasn't another Catholic that got in. But it's um, it's been very successful. It's um, helped a lot of teams getting down to the end of the year to get into the state tournament. And we appreciate everything you guys do to, to push it. Oh, thanks for that, buddy. And, um, yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, you know, between, you know, Falmouth being the host, and as you mentioned, you've got some just incredible D1 teams in Hingham and Reading, and, you know, with the, some of the changes in divisions this year, Duxbury down to uh, Division Two, But, you know, BC High, you know, having won the last five, uh, Buddy Furrer Classics, Arlington Catholic, Archbishop Williams, and, and Austin Prep. So what a great field, Paul, uh, Coach Moore. And, um, you know, why don't you uh, – 
bring us up to speed on all that's going to take place starting on the, the 19th here and, and going right through to the 24th. And as uh, Coach Pereira said, certainly tease up, uh, you know, a lot of excitement for what might take shape for uh, the new newly formatted uh, Division One to Division Four uh, uh, state tournament. One thing I'd like to—I forgot—Reading for years tried to get in, and Peter Doherty would hound me every year to try to get in, and then when Waltham <laughs> we got him in. But uh, you know, a coach that would have loved to play in this tournament, but his son has moved in and done a great job. Here's Paul. Yeah, and, and yeah. speaking of the history, Mark. Um, you know, the, I think one of the special things about this tournament from day one was is the four publics and the four Catholics, and I think that always created a lot of um, a lot of excitement around the tournament. I know down here on the Cape, we didn't always feel like the ugly stepchild, but we knew for years that we could compete with um, some of the best schools, and I think that um, what ended up happening with this tournament, as you guys all know, is every single year there's some serious consequences for what the public schools and the Catholic schools that are in this tournament that it need, might need a game, might need two points, might need three points in the Classic just to qualify for the tournament. So um, I don't think that's going to be the case this year with the new format, but um, we're looking forward to it. You know, I mean, the, the, the field, I believe, right now, um, obviously, if you look at the rankings, you could say that um, Austin Prep and Hingham are of the teams to beat, but I'll tell you, Reading, uh, Duxbury was having a great year, and look at Arlington Catholic and Archie's the year they had in the, the Central Catholic League. So, and BC Highs, I think it, I think it's anybody's tournament this year, and I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Yeah, Paul, I, I think you brought up some great points there. Uh, how many years it would come down to with that other thing, the Super something that they used to have, whatever that tournament was. <laughs> uh, they were it it always seemed like uh, a team like BC High was m most of the years w has been in the running at least the last 5 6 7 years and and obviously they've come away with the championship but you know it was never a question for them making that super 8 field but you know i i can remember two or three years where it came down to the last game in one case a consolation game that mattered if a team got in the super 8 or not and as you say you know, it's, it's wrapping up the regular season and, you know, it, it's it's jockeying for position or it's making a certain level. And in your case, I think it benefits Falmouth a lot to play some of these teams every year late in the season to get tournament tested. I mean, you know, most of these teams aren't on your regular season uh, schedule. And to be able to be exposed to those guys and have you guys walk out, you know, win or lose, say, we can skate with that team. We can skate with that team and be ready for the tournament. I think that's a key in terms of being placed on February vacation week. And I think it was a, a stroke of brilliance for Buddy and, and Garrett to, to come up with this because, you know, not only does it fill the gap, but it's really, uh, it's, it's meaningful games to get you ready for the tournament. Yeah, there's no doubt it's a springboard uh, into the tournament. Um, you, you, you know, you always want to get to that tournament to, um, and not need the points. And that's, that got tough, as, as you mentioned, Paul, with uh, rankings, um, the Super 8 rankings and with some serious consequences from this tournament. Now it's, uh, I wouldn't say consequences, but certainly there's can be some, like I'll, Falmouth, for instance, we had a really good game last night against, um, against, against uh, Melbourne oh, Catholic. Yeah. And that, that can 
that can move the needle a little bit for us just playing well against a good team like that and into the tournament as well. Um, some of these top-ranked teams are going to play awesome prep. Um, you know, it, we, can, we can benefit from that from a, um, from a bracket standpoint where we in the seedings. So sure. it's, um, it's still going to be a meaningful tournament, and it's going to be everyone's going to want to play well because uh, you, I know we're going to talk about the new format, um, and I think that uh, our tournament will definitely – uh, make some uh, make some noise, and you'll see some movement in the uh, in the uh, the rankings. Yeah, that brings up another good point that uh, you you talked about before. Buddy talked about teams wanting to get in. I mean, this is like you guys have to have a waiting list of some pretty good teams right now that have, have probably notified you and said, "Listen, if anyone ever decides to drop out, we want to be the first phone call." Yeah. Oh, that's that's gone for years. And as you know, uh, Austin Prep is going to the ISL next year, so we're going to be looking for a, a private Catholic school, uh, most likely to fill their spot. Oh, open to the and highest bidder. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it gets a little tricky because there's already well, there's already three Central Catholic right teams in there, right? Austin Prep, Achies, and Arlington Catholic. So we'll see how it goes down. I'll ask the other other guys what they think and um we'll go from there i'd be shocked if uh mr kuchar over in malden wouldn't uh be very interested in coming on board but that's just a, a personal opinion yeah yeah absolutely and, uh, i'm sure i'm sure mike mead and st john shrewsbury would would yeah, be attracted another too, one. so yeah. you know they're uh, another good program uh another you know class act a uh, good good head coach like cooch and uh so, so buddy, we hope uh, you'll you'll be able to join us uh, on air uh, during the the twelve game slate. We'll we'll have our crew down there, as you know, um, uh, from the nineteenth through the twenty fourth. And uh, always a pleasure having you on. And we've always learned something new, you know. So I, I did realize that about Peter Doherty trying to get in there. Obviously, we know Mark well um, now that he's in there, and uh, we've done a lot of writing games. But uh, but the Ed Burns um, classic just. Uh, we just finished that up, and, and I don't know, buddy, if you had thoughts on that tournament. I, I think that that's a uh, you know year one under uh, under its belt, and I think uh, you know the same type of thing it created such a buzz for the public, the sixteen public schools that participated, and uh, and there were other schools that are certainly wanting to get in there, but uh, wasn't sure if you would follow much of that at all, or if you had any feedback on the Ed Burns. No, Eddie would be very happy to have all those public schools in his tournament. There's no question about that. You know, all those years he had to fight for everything. But no, I followed it. It was a very good job and a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, yes. the committee did a great job with uh, John Missouri and Paul Donato, in particular with the help of Dan Brothers. And, you know, talk about work. I mean, they were talking about that for about four or five months and, you know, just putting it together and and – they probably could have gotten 20 teams. I'm sure Paul would have been interested in getting uh, Falmouth involved as well. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a first step and they'll see where it goes, but you know, the way it played out, you, you get Canton, a D2 team winning one of the divisions over Reading in the final. And then uh, Marshfield, who was the number eight seed coming through and winning three games to knock off Hingham and double overtime. I mean, it was a tie game, but they're officially the, the coffee pot, champs for the first year so you know some some teams peaking at the right time as as you guys would like your teams to do and and uh 
you know, I think that's going to be on the map now too, as well. The Ed Burns coffee pot. Yeah, I think so. That did a great job, and it's really good to see all those public schools come up and uh, do a good job and win it. Yeah. You know, and I'll I'll add to that yeah. too. And I know Danny Conley, Danny Conley had a uh, had a hand in that. Um, yes. Yep. It's so it's so good for high school hockey, and then the exposure and the platform that you guys um, supplied there with the coverage was first rate. And um, you know, we got these guys in the barrel. You know, the John Missouri's of the world, and and Donato, and these guys, and Danny Conley um, that care deeply about and very passionate about um, high school hockey, not just public school, but they care about high school hockey, and to do this for the publics. Um, it's just great for high school hockey, and I, I, the platform you guys supply and the exposure we can get just um, reinforces that. Well, thanks. We love doing it. Yeah, we appreciate that, Paul, and um, and uh, appreciate your time, uh, Coach Barrera, as well. And um, you know, thank you. And we're looking forward to uh, getting the 2022 uh, tournament underway, and um, we'll uh, we'll be down there. I, I know you'll have Jake and Rich and. And Jeff, uh, for a good part of it. And then, of course, Paul will make his way down and, uh, and, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting. Uh, well, I, I man the central command station <laughs> and make sure, uh, everybody's able to watch, but, uh, but, uh, um, but it's always fun to get down there. So hopefully I'll be able yeah, to get my head in at some point. Mark, I'd just like to add our thanks to Coach Moore for bringing us down there for a couple of special events in the fall. Um, your alma mater's game with Plymouth State, that was fun. And, uh, Coach Rowley dropping the opening face-off puck and also the, uh, the preseason game of the Boston Pride. Uh, that was, that was great for us to be able to part, uh, be parts of those. And it was because of your phone calls. And we appreciate our relationship, uh, My Hockey Live and, and Coach Moore very much. Hey, listen, and you guys, uh, have been unbelievable. And you're, those, those were great events and I, and Mark had told me that the viewership was really good, and that's also great for, you know, it's great for our sport, you know, whether it's a college game or a women's game, um, whatever we can do to to get exposure for it. And you guys are um, just been unbelievable, so we appreciate everything you guys do. Yeah, thanks. It was great to be part of it. And then may Tommy's place flourish forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah terrific, terrific cause and charity for everybody to get behind. Well, thank you, uh, gentlemen, again for joining us today, and um, we'll uh, move on now to look at the uh, boys and girls rankings across the state, um, Paul. And um, you know, the the undefeateds are uh, a whittling away here. Uh, Belmont still remains undefeated, fourteen zero and three, and uh, the Marlboro Panthers boys fifteen zero and one. But uh, both the uh, um, Austin Prep girls and uh, Duxbury girls suffered their first losses of the year, so no, no longer any undefeateds on the the girls' side of things. But um, you know, we've we've talked at nauseum about Belmont um, over yep. the past couple of weeks and and where they're at. And and I know, you know, they were one of those teams that wanted to get into the Ed Burns uh, tournament, but just, just couldn't quite make that happen. But uh, still, a lot of shifting. And as Coach Moore said, you know, every night it's going to change because of. You know, hopefully the competition you're playing, as as Coach Moore mentioned, you know them going to Malden Catholic and having a lead one nothing going into the third period, and, and really a, a strong performance. I know he would have rathered a better outcome, but but you know that could move them up. 
you know, in, in the rankings sure. as, as we get closer to uh, the final day. And I know you've been calling games every night, so why don't you talk <laughs> about, uh, you know, uh, Marshfield and Severian and everybody else that you've had in front yeah, of they- I'll tell you, you need, you know, you need a, a big computer or the brain of Jim Clark to figure out where everything's going to fall. And, uh, you know, certainly Belmont, uh, they have not come out of nowhere, but, but they certainly raise eyebrows. Uh, they play in the tough Middlesex league and to go undefeated, uh, among that group is really something. Um, you know, some of the other teams, like you mentioned Marshfield, there's no hotter team in the state than Marshfield. Uh, they have, uh, a baby stumble against Zavarian the other night, but you can hardly call, you know, a one goal loss to the, to the, uh, top three, a, a top three team in the state, a stumble. You know, Marshfield's established itself now as a top 10 team along with Belmont. So <clears throat> it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see after this week with all the games that are going to happen in the next, uh, six, seven days where all these teams fall and then what that means in terms of the new tournament. Um, you know, it's a little more clear in Division Two and Division Three and Division Four where there are fewer teams that you could say are the very tip top of uh of the totem pole, but you know, Division One, I, I mean there are there are ten or twelve teams that could legitimately have a shot at at winning the tournament in a one and done format. So um it's gonna be exciting. And on the girls side, you know, you mentioned those are the two teams to beat. Uh, among the girls, Austin Prep and Duxbury in their respective uh, divisions. But, uh, you know, one night, a hot goaltender, I mean, this crazy game we all love, things like that happen. So um, it, it, there will be a buzz uh, when the tournament starts. It's going to be a long two or three weeks uh, with people finding out day by day where they're going in two days and whom they're going to face off against. But, um you know, you, you said it best that, uh, the, the, the it, it's so hard to go undefeated in a 20 game season or 22 game season. And one or two losses do not mean that you, you are not going to be the state champ. So, uh, so much is going to happen over the next five weeks and we're excited to be part of it. Yeah. And we should give a shout out, although. The Winthrop Vikings, uh, girls team, uh, they are undefeated at 13-0-1. They've only played 14 games, mm-hmm. not quite caught up to everybody else yet, but they are still undefeated. So, so big shout out to the Winthrop, uh, Vikings girls team and Division One sitting at 13-0-1 and, uh, number four in our, uh, our yep. rankings, uh, you know, so, um, so kudos to them. And, um, you know, it should be, should be a great, I mean, it's always a great week of hockey, you know, it's just, February vacation and, you know, afternoon games. And, you know, I, I, you know, looking at our schedule, you know, it's jam packed, uh, with the, you know, boys and girls hockey games. And of course, uh, you know, on our B big live side of things, we've got a, a girls basketball game tonight. So, you know, there's plenty of sports, uh, going on, um, you know, and, uh, we've got, uh, you know, the Framingham girls against the Waltham girls uh, at 6 30 PM tonight over on B big live. And, uh, and then uh, we pick up a girls' uh, prep school game tomorrow with Cushing and Dexter Southfield. And then Saturdays where, you know, you know the rubber meets the road, you know, once the Falmouth tournament starts and, you know, we've got other games going on. But, uh, you know, we'll be yeah, Mark, the, Mark the, just a quick look at the schedule. And just we do not have this game. It won't be on my hockey live. But uh, according to the schedule, Saturday at 540 down at the Bog, 
Those two teams we mentioned, Austin Prep and Duxbury Girls, will face off in a non-league game, wow. and uh, th- that's a terrific matchup late in the year. So uh, that would be one to watch. Yeah, it's always a, a classic between those two teams uh, and uh, very familiar with one another. So, yeah, uh, Austin Prep coming in at uh, 17, 17-1-0, one and uh, Duxbury again, Playing out of Division Two at fifteen one and one, and uh, you know they're you know perennial four. So those two teams have found their way to the Garden uh, more than yeah. More and you know Austin Prep, more often than not, Austin Prep both girls and boys want to make a statement here this year, as this will be their last year in the MIAA. In uh, an announcement that came out a few weeks ago, that was a surprise to many, but uh, Austin Prep has decided as a school. Uh, and as an athletic department, that they're going to move on and be uh, an independent in the NEPSAC New England Prep School Athletic Conference next year. So their last hurrah, both boys and girls hockey, and they both got uh, legitimate shots at, at uh, making a run at the state title. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, so good for their program and uh, good for the ISL. It's a, it's a good fit. And, um, you know, we, we do, uh, you know, one thing Coach Moore told me offline this morning is how he really appreciates the ability for putting the, the player stats and the, the schedules and the, the scores and everything else. And, and we've been trying to take note of the teams that have been updating their stats and the players that are deserving of a shout-out. And uh, certainly this week we, we look over to uh, Social Votech Vikings, uh, uh, senior captain number two, Preston Chanel, uh, just uh, out of Pembroke, Massachusetts, just having an incredible year. Uh, you know, through 17 games, he's got 60 points, 33 goals, 27 assists, and um, you know, just a, you know, just fun to see a player. Uh, you know, especially in his senior year, uh, having kind of a breakout season, and um, and I'm sure, um, you know, Social Votech sitting at 11, five and one in the boys division four. Um, as we mentioned last week about the player we highlighted, is anybody that's going to go up against the Social Votech is going to have to contend uh, against Preston and, and his teammates and uh, the senior captain there. So I don't know if uh, you want to weigh in on that at all, Paul. I uh, know, just uh, an, an amazing individual performance. And, uh, you know, these kids mature at different times and different ages. And, um, you know, congrats to him for uh, for staying with it and um, and realizing his skills and making the most of them. And, uh, you know, there'll be a, t- a team to watch uh, with a guy like that leading the way. Yeah, absolutely. He's, uh, you know, 33 goals in 17 games. Good luck to the opposition in Division 4 that has to match <laughs> up against him. Uh, you know, and uh, we spoke about that a little bit last week. And we'll, we'll continue to highlight the players and the stats that are uh, on My Hockey Live and uh, – Anyone that's listening and has questions about how to answer their team stats or schedules or anything uh, can certainly reach out to us at info at myhockeylive.com. That's info at myhockeylive.com. We're happy to feature your, your players and, um, and, uh, and teams uh, as we continue to roll through uh, the 2021-22 season and start preparing for the t- state tournament, Paul. Yeah, it, it's going to be exciting, and, and there will be – you know, there's going to be some first round upsets and maybe even second round upsets. And, you know, maybe we'll have our own version of Hoosiers by the end of the tournament. But with six divisions, you know, it's not, we talk about the, the top groups all the time and it's not going to go according to chalk in every division all the way down to 
quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. And, you know, we haven't gotten the official word, but we hope we'll be there uh, on March 20th in the Garden for six championship games and um, hope that that is able to come to fruition. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. And, um, you know, we'd be remiss also not to mention the one-year anniversary of uh, Pat Serio's passing. Um, many of you know that uh, what Pat meant to uh, the My Hockey Live team and, and the high school sports across the state. And, um, you know, we, we miss Pat every day. And, uh, you know, we, we do want to recognize uh, that uh, his passing on February 15th of uh, 2021. It's still hard to believe, Paul, but, um, you know, we stay in touch with Sally regularly and uh, his two boys, and uh, they've been very appreciative of, uh, you know, what we've been able to accomplish with the first-ever Pat Serio uh, Cup, uh, which um, was a, a terrific tournament back in December, and uh, certainly, um, you know, the, the mentions that uh, you have given uh, and others have over the airwaves here of uh, the coverage that we've had recently and, and kind of in Pat's honor, so. Yeah, Pat was a great one. Great friend, more importantly, uh, to all of us. And uh, it never ceases to amaze me when we mention Pat's name or bring that up uh, in the rinks around the region that, that people recognize who Pat was, of course, and and share their their uh, condolences. And uh, it's been great to get to know Sally Serio a little bit more this year, but, you know, for the wrong reasons. But, uh, you know, I smile when I think of Pat and uh, when I arrive <laughs> during the national anthem at a game and and uh, realize how he'd be giving me grief. And uh, But it was great working with him and, I think the great effect he's had on us personally is is one thing, but uh, the the young guys we have working for us now that have learned under Pat, um, it, you know, will tribute will be a tribute to him going forward. So he, he's he's always going to be a part of my hockey live, and you know, marking the first anniversary of his passing this week was was you know something that made us stop and think, and uh, you know. Pat's smiling down on us, letting us know when we haven't hit 100% of what we're supposed to do. And I just chuckle thinking about him, and I miss him. I miss him. Yeah, yeah, we do miss him. And it's, you know, it's just interesting thinking, you know, watching the Malden Catholic game last night. And uh, for those that that don't know this, um, you know, we, we got started uh, really through an introduction to Pat Serio. Uh, through Malden Catholic, and, and that's how we started the whole My Hockey Live concept, and uh, and literally took that from Malden Catholic down to the Buddy Ferrer Classic, and the Buddy Ferrer Classic was maybe the second tournament we'd ever done, um, and you know Pat again was the catalyst, bringing all his equipment down to Falmouth from <laughs> Springfield, and, and doing the drives back and forth, and, and maybe spending a night or two at a hotel uh, on occasion, but. Uh, you know, he was such a workhorse and, and such a linchpin to our our launch and, and ultimately our, our success today is all attributed to uh, the efforts and the tutelage of Pat. And uh, we're forever grateful for the relationship with Malden Catholic and certainly the relationship with Falmouth and, and uh, Coach Moore and, and Coach Ferrer and the, and the Buddy Ferrer Classic, um, which will uh, uh, kick off here on the 19th. Um, at 1 p.m. with Arlington Catholic playing uh, Hingham Harberman to to get that going. But, you know, you just look at our schedule now, Paul, over the next couple of weeks, and, you know, I'm, I haven't counted all the games, but there's going to be 20-plus games here uh, 
you know, 12, obviously, just for the Buddy Ferrer alone. But, you know, we're, we're going to close out the, the year with a flurry of hockey games, uh, both prep and high school, and, and start gearing up for tournament play. So, you know, again, anyone that, you know, we, we want to stream everyone's games. So, again, if uh, you're interested in having your game live streamed, um, just reach out to us at info at myhockeylive.com. If you're uh, a big fan and, and, and a potential sponsor, like to advertise on the platform or advertise on any of our live streams, um, you too can reach out to us at info at myhockeylive.com. Um, you know, where things are coming together for us nicely, and we do have our sister uh, broadcast station in bvidlive.com, where we carry all the other sports. So we had the Jamie and you, Paul, were both down at uh, Fair Academy last Saturday uh, for the production of the first ever ISL Wrestling Championships, and, and what an unbelievable production that was. And, and obviously, you guys got to hear it firsthand from the athletic director, Rick Forster, down there, and, and uh, how impressed he was. But, you know, I, I can't tell you what a, what a, a great uh, uh, shot in the arm that was for be Big Live. Yeah, it was fun. It was different. Jamie did uh, an unbelievable job. Uh, it felt like we were at the World Series of Wrestling, and uh, Jamie had everything covered in, in two separate venues down there, and uh, it 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 was a new experience for a lot of us. But uh, I, I hope uh, the ISL appreciated that we were there and bringing uh, live wrestling to uh, all the folks that could not be there. So that was great. It was a great experience. It was. So, uh, so with that, I, I think that uh, concludes all the uh, topics for today's episode, and uh, we'll be back again next Thursday. So we are going to do these weekly now going forward, as we said last week, and um, you know we're excited to have you know the guests that we've had on. Um, you know, special thanks to Coach Dan Conley and Coach Tony Messina last week, and then of course uh, our special guests and Coach Paul Moore and the legend Buddy Ferrer himself joining us today and uh you know we'll, we'll we'll keep the the beat going on here paul and um and uh we'll we'll, we'll line up our guests for next week and, and probably start looking at uh previewing uh the mia tournament we'll leave the light on and uh look forward to falmouth and all those other games you mentioned mark it's going to be a busy week and then a busy month of march yeah yeah it should be fun so Again, thank you to Jamie Staffslein, who's the producer here, and uh, look forward to uh, getting episode three up and live on My Hockey Live, and you'll see it on our social media channels as well. And um, certainly we're always open to any suggestions, so feel free to email us at info at myhockeylive.com at any time with any feedback, and uh, we'd love to hear from our fan base. So uh, with that, Paul, uh, wishing you and Jamie a, a happy Thursday. Thanks, Mark. Same to you guys, and uh, look forward to everybody joining us on My Hockey Live soon.